Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, currently coming to you from my silver base station, parked under a canopy of trees, and the little noises you hear in the back are the pitter-patter of rain on this aluminum shell called an Airstream. And today, I'm taking you away from this weather to somewhere a little bit more tropical, where the water is blue, the skies are also blue, and where there's a blue hole that you can dive deep, deep down. But that wasn't the goal of this trip. It's also a story about my searching for deserted beaches and islands and traveling about in a catamaran. And we almost sank. So, wrote this for a magazine some time ago after doing some spectacular adventures. And I hope you'll enjoy listening to it as much as I did. The Catamaran That Could Four friends set sail around the coast of Belize and discovered not only unrelenting beauty, but what each are made of. An hour ago, we were ecstatic about embarking on our crazy adventure. The idea of taking a small catamaran and sailing into the Caribbean horizon in search of desolate beaches with three Swedes I had met the week before appeared especially awesome at the time. But now we were sinking. The plan had been simple, to tie a kayak with supplies to a recreational catamaran, an island hop our way from Placencia, Belize, to the Silk Keys Marine Reserve, a World Heritage Site. Made up of three tiny islands, the white-sanded keys are located about 25 kilometers from Placencia and only a few hundred meters from the second largest barrier reef in the world. Barrier reef system. One moment here. Um, working. Um, the Mesoamerican uh, barrier reef system. The waters that surround this paradise are teeming teeming with multicolored fish. They also have rays, sharks, and giant populations of fish, who, as it turns out, we were about to unwittingly join. We were already deep into the open ocean when we realized we were sinking. Having sailed the same boat a few days earlier without incident, our predicament baffled us. With every inch lost to the encroaching sea, our worries increased. Finally, I jumped into the tepid water, both to take weight off the boat and to try and find out why we were sinking. No signs of cracks or holes, so I slipped my hand behind one of the pontoons, air-filled vessels that catamaran fo floats on, and realized the plug was unscrewed. Same for the second pontoon. Our renter must have forgotten to replace the plugs the night before. I screwed them back on and scrambled back on board, but it was already too late. The cat had taken on too much water, and the added weight was making us unstable. Bobbing like a discarded rubber toy on the surface of the sea, we pondered our limited options. If we went fully under, we discussed how we would use the one-person kayak to get the four of us back to shore. Then again, perhaps someone would happen upon us. How long should we wait? How long could we wait? As if summoned by our worried thoughts, a sole motorboat suddenly materialized on the turquoise horizon. We hooted, whistled, and flapped our arms like just-informed lotto winners. It worked. A behemoth of a boat came around our starboard, sinking us even more so in its wake. The captain tossed us a rope and towed our partially submerged catamaran to the closest island, where his father happened to be the lighthouse keeper. 
We experienced our second Belizean kindness of the day when the father and a local fisherman helped us empty the water from the pontoons, pointed us to the lee side of the island to camp on, and even gave us some recently caught fish for dinner. Content to be there, to simply still be at all, we settled into our paradise campsite for the night. Morning's discussions revolved around whether we should continue our journey or head back to Placentia. We decided if one can survive a sinking boat, one can survive many things, and so continued on with our original plan. After all, what else could possibly go wrong? Plugs in place, the cat sailed smoothly, and with regained confidence, we waved to our kind Belizean hosts as we set off in search of the Silky Islands. Late in the afternoon, we spotted a superyacht and sailed towards it out of curiosity, only to find it dwarfing an island known as Laughing Bird Key, which also has been designated a national park by Belize. The island is actually a shelf with steep sides and is enclosed in the central lagoon. Here, let me just fix this. on the beach with life jackets for pillows. The view was magnificent, the kind that can only be seen kilometers away from civilization. Yet just moments before slipping into the sleep, a park attendant came by. There were two on the island, and matter-of-factly commented that we should be wary of the island's spiders, since some were quite poisonous. Like, really? (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Suffice it to say, I didn't sleep much. The third day had us sailing with Belize's Barrier Reef Reserve, part of the Mesoamerican system. And then it continues. Photos do the Silk Keys no justice. Opal water hues surrounded three palm-fringed islands with pearl-colored beaches. We chose to land on the middle island, where instinct had us running along the beach in elation. Not solely because of the beauty of the place, but because we made it there of our own accord on the little sailboat that could. There you go. Sorry for the slight um, interruptions and trying to get my microphone and stuff uh, working well and block calls coming in and things like that. But uh, that is my Belizean adventure, which was absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) And uh, it's a destination that I think is uh, not as recognized as it should be because you've got the Belize Blue Hole, which is this beautiful um, cenote-like hole in the ocean that you can scuba dive in. And I actually went down to 133 feet and I got a little bit of narcosis looking at a big giant grouper swimming around. And, uh, and it was definitely a magical experience. Also, um, you can head out to Key Cocker and from there do a lot of kayaking, scuba diving adventures. You don't necessarily have to take your own boat and make a go for it to the islands out yonder. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. Hope you enjoyed my unbelievable adventure. We'll see you next time. Expeditioner out.